aversion to feet. I have no aversion to feet. I don't even understand it. Hit record. I know several I hate people feet. That I'm I'm recording now. You hit ass. record. I hate feet, and all I got is a Ryland paw staring at me. Like, why do Jesus, you? Dude. Why are you worried about? You can't even see. It's like a blurry webcam. And it's like just like my big – it wasn't even – it was like my big toe. It wasn't even the whole foot. It felt like it was weird because it was like foreground where like the foot was like – Yeah. Hi. Well, because it's, it's, much, it's much closer yeah, to stop the doing computer it. Stop than doing me. It. There's, there's <laughs> Why no are need. you so worried about it? There's no need to just start like puppeteering your foot. I don't know. Nobody you guys needs are, it. All you – all you, I don't like feet people. Like, I don't like feet, you know, because some people like like feet. Really? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, no, n- no, but I don't care about feet. I don't care if people Neither. are wearing flip flops. I don't look, I don't look at other people's feet. It's other people's feet. I'm not looking there. I mean, in general, I understand what you're saying about the camera. I mean, I mean that's I, funny, but I'm, overall, yeah. I'm not looking at people's feet. I'm, unfortunately, I've, I probably am looking at feet, and I can get past it. But <laughs> unfortunately, but I probably, I probably am, am looking to see what's going on. You uh, do, do you do any sort of feet maintenance for yourself? Like, no, I wouldn't say my aversion to feet means that I've always got my feet looking wonderful. I hate that we're even talking about this. Honestly, yeah, he does. This. He's so uncomfortable, Jason. <laughs> I know. I just tell he's, he's, like, he's all fidgety. Mm-hmm. A stupid friend of the show who's been on twice sent me a foot pick the other day just because he wanted to be an asshole <laughs> after his daughter painted his toenails. So I got a Jake Kemp foot pick texted to me like I'm some sort of perv. Because you're anti-feet? Because I'm anti-feet. And it looked like a horror show. I, I've escaped 10 years of having... Girls without even being asked to paint finger or toenails, which I think, I think is pretty rare. Na- yeah, I think I've done a few nails. Like I don't care, but but they've also, never even asked. They'll go in there and, especially when they were younger, they would you know bother Courtney and say, "Hey, will you paint our nails this thing or that thing?" But they we were happy to in, leave me out of it. Uh, we ran into the situation where little bro wanted to have all his nails painted because sister big sister was getting her nails painted and there was a slight worry like hey when we send this kid out into the world is it everybody going to be cool like is everybody going to you know stay in their line, lane and mind their own business or are we going to get for a kid that that little they better yeah that's what you think and i i think for but the most part you never part, know with the people uh, it's it's other kids that you have yeah, to worry that's, about, not, yeah, not I was, adults. I was worrying about kids more than adults, although, you know, the adults, <laughs> they'll uh, knock one out of the park on you, you know? Shoot your local pedophile would probably say something. Yeah, that's, but, you know, he's not watching for kids. He's carrying his AR into Chipotle. True. Hey, Human I need to do a little, Human oh, Human or not. No, go for it. Oh, you got to do it. it now. No, I just wanted to do a, a slight bit of housekeeping that I forgot. I, I intended to mention it when we recorded over here, and then I wanted to bring it up the, the subsequent episode and forgot. But you ever go into somebody's house and it just smells weird? Like, if, especially Every when we were kids, I feel weird. like 
Yeah. So I just house. I wanted to I wanted to I intended to tell y'all when y'all got here, if it smells weird, tell me. Because I've been in houses where it's just like uncomfortably weird smell and I have like this fear that what if my house smells weird and I'm just used to it? You could never know. What if it developed slowly over time and I could tell by you know, looking at you if your house smells weird or not. See, and but the ones I've experienced, I, I didn't have that. It just was not weird like you, you could have tell what it was. Then. You have a blind well, also, spot then. Okay, fair. Because I can your tell house, you. Your house was not offensive in any way. I, thank I, you. Yeah, it was just neutral. Was, yeah. Just yeah, regular neutral. Okay, good. And, yeah. Well, I'm just throwing it out there that I'm relying on you guys and everybody else that comes over here. Do you feel like you years. have a good smeller? No, I can't smell shit, man. Well, you you oh. can't smell your own house anyway. But that's the unless thing. Unless you're is gone the, for a long yeah, time. Yeah. It's what you're used to. That's more my concern. I walk in is that it every would... day and smell this house. And then I walk in, Molly's sitting where I'm sitting right now, and she's typically working, right? She's in like a Zoom or something. And I slam my hand over the camera real quick like this, and I say, hey, A plus on the smell in the house today. We sometimes, uh, we, sometimes I say, hey. Hey, sometimes that's a big old C we missed yeah. today. Let's let's try to do better tomorrow. The you house might, stinks. You microwave some salmon at lunch today. Yeah. And- what did you guys eat for lunch? A bunch of hot, hot dog water? Like what's going on in yeah. here? A little GTRT on the house fragrance situation. Yeah, exactly. We we walk it's- in and we do a GTRT and then let her get her back. Let her get back to her Zoom. A lot of times, you know, one of those things. I feel you feel bad for when you walk into somebody's house right after they had fried food because fried food sits oh, in hangs, the air yeah. in, in a home and then starts to go with the other stuff in a house. And it just it's one of the worst lingering smells. Like, I think I might even take microwave salmon over. Yeah, no doubt. Fried food and fireplace smell are two that will stay stay with you for for days. I, you guys probably don't know about fireplace smell very much, but I'm human pretty comfortable with it. Human dads. Human dads. Human dads. Human dads. You don't human use fireplace. Human, human like dads. Human dads. Human dads. Human dads. Certainly human not dads. like you do. Human dads. Oh. Human dads. I have human leaned dads. into human, it. Human dads. Human dads. Really? Human dads. Artists. Human dads. Artists. Human dads. Artists. Human dads. Human dads. Get up off your ass. Human dads. been approximately by the time you hear this good listener 14 to 15 days since you've heard a new show from the dads from the from the human dads that is and it's uh uh like i said 14 to 15 days since last we've spoke to you if you're listening right now you're seven and a half minutes in and we're we're happy that you're here thank you for coming back hopefully you haven't forgot about us i'm your host brad reddick as always, I'm joined by uh, Trophy Club's finest, Rylan Rowe. 
His face changes when he does this too. That's the the thing is you can't I know. Normal he he kind of has you like gotta a get, you got to get fully into it. Fine. And yeah. uh uh the uh the savior of Garland <laughs> Jason Southward. Yeah, the savior of Garland, that's right. How's everybody doing? Or I did you want complain, me to Brad? Did you, you you want me to do this one at a time, Ryland? How are you? I'm great. Uh, thank you for asking. First of all, it's always nice when someone asks how you're doing. Uh, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it was a long time to not do a show. I hope that you guys have come with some good topics because this is a special show, you know. Uh, and it's it's just it's good to be done with vacations for the duration. We can get back into the routine, and uh, I'm here for it. Well, hopefully we'll get to delve into some vacation talk as as both of you are back from uh, sunny locales. You in California and our, our friend Jason just got back from Florida. Jason, how this, are you? If you're going to do this the whole show, I'm out. I, will, I'll, I promise you, I'll just close the browser and I won't come back. I'm sorry. Uh, Jason, how's it going, buddy? It's, you good? Uh, how's I'm your breasts? Fine. You good? My breasts, my breasts are top notch. I don't know. I'm fine. You got shoes I'm, on your feet? Please don't put them up. I don't have shoes on my feet, and I don't have pants on my body. I'm not wearing pants right now. Like not shorts? No, no shorts. I'm going. You're just. You've got a polo and underwear on. Correct. <laughs> I feel like this isn't the first show you've you've told us that. Is that kind of yeah. why do you go, do that? Go to evening loungewear. Um. No. Are you? It reminds me of when I was younger. I'm sorry. My stepdad was very wont to walk around the house. It's mainly like a weekend thing for like the first two hours that he's up. He's just going to be in a white, um, white undershirt, T-shirt and the tidy whities just walking around (laughs) in those in only those two items of clothing. And it just always felt so unstable. Like if you're going to be walking around in underwear, I think you got to take your shirt off. Yeah. But if you're going to be walking around in underwear, you can't just have like a regular shirt on. It's got to be no, it's, it's something un, it's that goes mismatched. with the underwear. You know, my dad, he became known to many, many people probably sometime in the early 90s. And as far as I know, he may still lounge this way, but his loungewear in the warmer months where he would just kind of mill around outside and go back and forth from the yard to his his beer ice chest in the back of his truck over and over again. His outfit was no shirt and cut-off jorts, which are converted from old Hell jeans. Yeah. Nothing's Hell wrong yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. I, I can't all of I can't his find All it. of his jorts were cut-offs. That, you know, he never bought a pair of actual jean shorts, I don't think, but he would I'll make them. I'll do you one better. If when you they have, got old, you know. Uh, I'm assuming y'all were rolling septic out there. If you have a septic tank. No, man, we got sewer. We're in the city. Out we have city utilities. Of course. Okay. We have city utilities. It's a real city with 3,000 people. A, had a satellite dish. Of course, they have sewers. I, You know how many satellite dishes are sitting right on top of septic tanks? That is also true. Very true. <laughs> the big old giant ones. Like the I want to see that Venn diagram because... <clears throat> A ton, Jace. As you sit there in your in your polo and underwear, you're doing okay. Yeah, I'm all right. 
I'm doing okay. But just for clarity, I'm I don't wear whitey tighties. These are boxer briefs that I've got going on. So. Yeah, but the, if they were just boxers, I feel like it might even be okay. But you got the tapered around the thigh look. You got the butt spandex biker yeah. look yep. going on. Yeah, I've got variants. And then the polo wear. going down over your big man body. <laughs> it, it would it would look the same on me. It's unstable. It's well, a very happens, dad thing, though. Yeah, I think what happened was my pants were kind of hanging loose. Like I got the one the shorts I was wearing, they're kind of loose. And, you know, they got to a, a point where I was walking through the house and they just came all the way down and I didn't mm. pull them up and I just kicked them off into the bedroom, and walked off. That's what I did. There's a start, start that, a GoFundMe for Jason to get a belt. Yeah, apparently this doesn't have fidelity a this, doesn't provide a life a style that can afford belts. This doesn't have um, a <laughs> uh, it reminds me of the commercial you hear on the ticket all the time with uh, give me the vin.com. With their tagline, so easy you can do it in your underwear. And I'm always thinking, like, who the hell, who are they talking to? Like, who's looking for things that need to be so low barrier entry that you can be doing them in your underwear? I, that's they me. mean, they mean that you I'm don't have demo. to leave home. It's, a, it's a cheeky way to say you don't have to leave home. Well, but apparently they're talking to people like Jason who, yeah, went home. And on their their dad's podcast, feel that the attire that is most appropriate is just polo shirt and underwear. It's I think I, it's the polo shirt that's caught. Yeah, me up it's more. got a collar on it. Like you're, <laughs> you can't have draws on the bottom and a collar on the top. It just doesn't. Like if you were just sitting there, right there in a wife beater or an A shirt. I'm sorry, be, in an A shirt. It'd be perfect. It'd be perfect. I wouldn't have even asked. I would have just assumed that you have on boxer briefs. I would have. I would probably <laughs> order you a case of old Milwaukee so that you can, yeah. you know, com- complete the look. Look, yeah. man. I'm str- look. I think my attire probably represents how I'm feeling in general in life right now, which is, it's a struggle. So, you well, know. Let's get into that. Before <laughs> right. we get to the struggle, though, I'm assuming because we didn't hear anything about it, all we got were pleasant pictures shared with us and taunting of temperatures that uh, Rylan was sitting in that, that Jason and I were not sitting in. Um, I'm assuming great. you're. Your vacation, Ryland, was a lot less eventful than Jason's what sounds like train wreck. So how was Disney, California, Newport Beach cigarette hotels? Cigarette hotel place? Yeah, it was. It was smooth. We had a mere two-hour delay getting out of town on our first flight, which I think as, as things go today, you really can't complain about too much. Two um, hours feels like a regular thing you could just encounter. It like could happen anytime. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that wasn't really stressful at all. And um, there was a little bit of fireworks with with uh, getting the rental car, but uh, it's not funny enough to tell the whole story uh, unless you guys really want to hear it. Good that you mentioned it. Nope, nope. Good yeah, that you mentioned it's it. It's not. Yeah, it's not really. But it was a little bit of a little bit of shenanigans. Just don't rent from Ace, A-C-E. Just don't rent from them. And the then, hardware uh, store? No, the rental car spot. That's your problem which, right there. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't and, and I agree. I agree. But you know, uh, it showed up on the on Expedia with the list of all the ma- big brands, and so I thought, okay, they're legit. Well, they're not. Well, but it's, it's moving a shame on. You didn't have a shame. You didn't have a travel planner for for that. Well, we did for the Disney part, but I did the rest. Well, um, I mean, I so yeah, it was good, man. We had two days at Disney. We had um, two and a half days in Newport, and one of the, the the day at Disney that we were at OG Disneyland. I will say. They sold every possible ticket they could have sold to get into the park that day. It was at a minimum three, if not four times the amount of people as when we were there on the same day of the week in late June of 2019. And it was tough sledding uh, logistically, but everybody champed up and we were smart about it and everybody had fun and kids are older, so they were able to deal with you know longer lines and stuff without any issue um so aside from the stuff i texted you guys just to make fun of jason about disney not being perfect all the time uh it was fun yeah it was good and obviously once we got to newport um you know that was just a good kind of chill time and uh the first night when we got there i sadly didn't get to spend a lot of time in there because i was on a mission and it was late but i found a really great uh cannabis dispensary in uh the anaheim area santa Ana, Did you take I the kids? No, I don't think you can bring them in there. I, if if I could find a place where you could bring them in in a legal state, I would. Once in I had Colorado, time to really you have to have the, you got to have the ID to even step. I feel like there. it's eighteen plus. Yeah, I've never obviously I've never tried because I don't want to have to have a five hour conversation about everything you know at this point. But uh, from the politics of it, but yeah, dude, it was a great trip. Can't complain. So you do it again. Probably will. I bet we will do one more Disneyland before the kids get old enough to maybe do something a little more, uh, you know, tweeny slash teeny. Let me ask you this. And it might sound like it uh, doesn't connect to the whole thing. But just go with me here. How are your dogs? Are they okay? Yeah, they were great. We have a, a neighbor, a few... Houses down, uh, she, her little sister's friends with Layla, you know, so like 10 and she's, uh, like 19 or 20 now. She used to babysit every once in a while for us. And we just paid her to come down a couple times a day. And so uh, we didn't even have to go boarding. Puppy dogs got to stay at home. We've always paid for a teenager to come do it. It's a way to do uh, it. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. You've told me about the boarding place that I take my dog to. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, but for long term boarding, we 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 have a house like pet, house pet center that comes and stays. And you can hire. There's people that run little businesses off the side where they do it, uh, like what, she what Jason's she's a, describing. Yeah. She's so you teacher. have somebody stay at the house. <clears throat> oh, just right. you have them the stay. Like they actually live she's, at your house. She stays at the house, tanks uh, with the dogs, feeds them. See the ones I know of, they just come over however many times you tell them to, and charge you according my my family members brother mom other brother i feel like they're always staying at somebody else's house to watch dogs on vacation um i asked about the dogs because we did receive a vacation uh transmission from jason mm-hmm. and i believe i don't even think vacation started yet before shit went off uh, the train tracks here. Jace, take me to the day that you went to leave for the Florida. Our, 
Yeah, so let me let me take a step back to give you a little I want to give you some context here. Okay. Okay. About two weeks ago. Previous? We were to, yeah, previous to us leaving. Okay. We were having uh we were having some dinner. And on this like particular night, yeah, as as one would. A day or two before that even, we had gone to Sam's Club and I'm a fa- I'm, I like Sam's. What happens at Sam's though is I find stuff that um, I would never normally buy, but it's there in bulk, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I kind of would like that, and so I buy it. This particular time, it was those little corn on the cobs, and it was like a 50-pound goddamn bag of corn on the cobs. I haven't had corn on the cob in like two years, probably. You mean the, when you really? say the little the little ones? Do you mean yeah, the, just yeah, like short cobs? Yeah, like short ones. like you would throw into a boil or whatever. At first, exactly. I thought you meant. At first, I thought you meant the little baby ones that you get in stir fry, and I thought you got no. a fifty pound bag of those. <laughs> no, 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 no. These are these are the little. These are the yeah, little. I, yeah, I do like those little baby corns, oh, I do dude. Too. Of course, I yeah. Just, I, really I, like little, I just you know that. go with one or two 14 ounce cans, not a whole Costco yeah, size bag. fifty pound yeah. bag. I don't know. Yeah, it's a little much. So I bought these corn on the cobs and brought them home. They're frozen. Um, yeah, don't and eat corn on the cob like just a few times of the year, especially this time of year. Not really. It's not a big player for us. Throw uh, on the grill. Mm. No. I do like to grill them and then make like a lote to smear go. on them Ooh, once that in sounds a while. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. a while. A, a few summers ago, I used to do it like all the time, but I've kind of yeah. slacked off. I need to do that. So you got you got a. Fifty-pound bag of corn. Fifty-pound bag of corn, and, and one night we decided, you know what? Let's we're having burgers or something. Let's throw some corn and and boil that up and have a little corn on the cob, a little butter, a little salt, salt pepper. So we did that. Um, we made enough for the whole family, and then there was a few extra laying around and uh, sitting up on the counter. And my dog, uh, Sunny who is a Labradoodle, he's got this thing with butter. Like, he's obsessed with butter. In fact, he's knocked over the butter dish before and eaten the whole goddamn thing of butter. <laughs> just I loves love this dog. He loves hey, butter. Butter's a, good, what man. A, what a champ. <clears throat> yeah. Big, big fan of butter. So I think that the butter enticed him because he's kind of a picky picky eater uh, in, in that sense, like a, from a food standpoint. He's a... He'll he'll fuck up anything in a house. He'll eat clothing. He'll eat anything. He's he's a, the lab is strong with this one, as you guys may know. Labs are notorious Nerf for darts, koosh balls, strings, just absolute monsters. So I hear some yelling. Sonny runs in with a full piece of corn in his mouth, and my, my dog is. Um, Does it turn it, into uh, Barry Sanders in the backfield? Yes. And now, I just now love though when the dog thinks that it's got the treasure, you know. Yeah. And it's caught, but it's still trying to enjoy it. F- absolutely, fully zigzagging while also sucking <laughs> in the butter. I finally get him, and he will not let me get it out of his mouth. He's he will bite. Like, that's just like he's a great dog. Has never bitten anybody in the house. Um, but if you try to take food out of his mouth, he will bite you. Like that's he's that's he's his person. He's got that in him. So I, I'm like, well, shit, we got to get this corn on the cob out of his mouth. So I go and grab some tongs like you would use to, to oh, mix no. a salad. Because I'm okay. like, dude, I get. So I throw the tongs in his mouth and I'm trying to wrangle it out. And the 
corn on the cob breaks in half, and there's like half in there and half out, and my hand's in there, and he's kind of biting a little bit. And then eventually he's like, no, I'm done with this. And he just chops down, chews it up, and it's gone. You know, I'm like, all right, well, he got some corn on the cob. Um, that was like two weeks before we leave. I think I know where this is headed. So for two weeks, he, he first week, he seems completely fine. Then, for like three days in a row, he throws up every morning. Oh, no. But it's once in the morning. Awesome. He, ju- he just throws up. And he throw- and then the rest of the day, he's eating. He's doing his thing. He seems okay, but something's wrong. Oh, Third no. day, I'm like, this is weird. Let's take him to the vet. Uh, the vet's like, yeah, you know, it's probably not a big deal. Um, he might just have an empty stomach in the morning. Whatever. So we're like, okay. We watch him a little more. Uh, and th- this is probably two days before we're scheduled to leave. All right, two days before the flight takes off. I take him outside in the morning because I'm like, something's wrong with this guy. I take him outside. I'm like, all right, let's play right a little bit, see if I can tell if something's wrong. He's playing like we're having a good time throwing the ball. At one point, I kind of touched the side of his stomach, and he, he, like, the loudest yelp I've ever heard him let out. I'm like, dude, dude, this is. Something's well, fucked up. We're not in a good place when the puppy dog yelps off no. from touch. No. So this is day before we're scheduled to leave. This happens. Okay. Mm. Day day before. Next, we're like, all right, maybe he seems okay. He's eating. He, you look on the internet. As long as they're eating and 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 doing what dogs do in the backyard, you're fine. Next morning. We wake up, we're like, we got to, something's wrong. We're, mind you, our flight is at 2 o'clock. So we wake up in the morning, we're like, we've got to take him to the emergency vet. 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning. This is a, a Saturday or a, a Sunday? or <laughs> This is a Sunday. Oh, man. <laughs> no, th- I'm sorry, this is a Saturday. This is a Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So we decide we're going to emergency vet. Which one are we have going to? Have to go. I'll- off of George Bush? Are we going all the way out to Carrollton? Where are we headed? Are we going well, down this off 75? Uh, well, I missed part of the story. I'm not going to go back and do it. But, okay. but the night before, actually, we took him to the one in Richardson. They did an x-ray. They're like, we can't tell on the x-ray. He's got a lot of gas in his stomach. Something's going on. It's weird. But let's watch him see what happens. If it's st- tomorrow morning, come in and we'll do another x-ray. So... So let me, I'm just going to, in full transparency for all our friends that listen, that visit to an emergency vet for an x-ray, about $1,000. Yeah. As somebody who's taken a dog to get stitched up from a, a fight at uh, like 1030 at night to an emergency vet, um, I think it was $1,200. I didn't end up paying for it, but it was up there. It's about a thousand dollars, at least. A thousand dollars for them to say, "We can't really tell." Yeah, yeah, right. They said, "You know what? We can do. Take him down to Dallas, and they'll do a sonogram. It'd be about eight I was going to say, "Are we getting into sonogram territory?" <laughs> <laughs> so let me. <laughs> If you remember, my so dog just broke on his leg the, about Just five on the ago. diagnostic side, we're probably eighteen hundred dollars in. Yes, oh correct. Correct. And we, we we don't even have full diagnosis. We're just mm-hmm. 
that's the that's the the cost of playing poker here. That's right. That's right. So you're praying that everything overnight gets better somehow. Uh, it did not. So we take him in the next day. <laughs> Unanswered prayers. Yes, we take him in the next day. We're like, uh, let's see what happens. We take him in. They're like, we did an X-ray. Uh, leave him here. Actually, I said leave him here. We'll do an X-ray. I said called my dad. I said, Dad, I need your help, man. Can you pick up my dog once they're done? We got the pet setter at the house. Just bring him back home if everything's fine. That's all I need you to do. It's 110 degrees outside. My dad doesn't like the heat. You could have no called one me, likes the heat. You, you could have called I me. I know. I would never put that on you, though. I didn't even want to put it on my own my own flesh and blood. I'm much, you know, putting it on a, a friend would just have been a nightmare. It, it would cost me more stress. So, so we're waiting. So we're at the airport, right? We get to the airport. We're like, you know what? Let's focus here. Everything's going to be okay. He's in the place he needs to be in. We'll get this fixed up. We're at the airport. We're like, hey, we're, we're boarding in like an hour. We got there right when we're supposed to get there. Um, guys, we're having a plane issue. And oh. uh, we don't have a crew. And uh, We don't have a crew. That's not a plane issue. Yeah, that's a, that's a labor issue. <laughs> we don't have people to fly the plane. So instead of leaving, instead of leaving the it, the plane's two, fault that it can't fly itself. Apparently, <laughs> instead of leaving it too, we're gonna push you back a little bit to eight o'clock p.m. I'm oh, sorry, you Jesus. cut out there. What'd you say? Yeah. We're gonna push you from two to eight o'clock p.m. Two p.m. to eight o'clock. Just a minor change. Just a whole Tiny. half of freaking day. Yeah. So, I've got so you're kids. in kind of no man's land there because do you say it's six hours? We got to just go back home, and we can't because we check bags. Probably like you know, this this is a long trip, man. It's a long trip. You, you got to check some you bags. Could, you could still go home even though your bags are checked. Maybe you just turn around maybe. and come I back don't. through. But I mean, you know, not that you necessarily it, would want to, but you could. And by the way, it doesn't happen. I, I simplified for you, but you know it doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah, it, like it comes out over like a two hour it, period exactly. that you're going to have a six hour wait. Exactly. It's yeah. only, hey, it's going to be two more hours, guys. Don't worry. We're going to get there. Uh, yeah. we, we switched Just gates. Give us two more. Five times. Yeah. Give us two. We're right there. We are right there. Go ahead and get your flying pants on because you're about to fly. But we got a two crew more hours. that still got we got crew that still got operational hours coming in out of Wichita right now. <laughs> they're on their way. Wichita, ready to not roll. a long flight, but they're gonna have to go to the bathroom by law. We have to give them access to food. Once right. they eat, we should be good to go. So while we're in the airport waiting, kids are losing their shit, of course. I get a call laying from, on the floor trying to keep I, tablets charged. I get a call from the vet. Vet's like, "Listen, that's we not did, good. We did the X-ray. He started it off with listen. <laughs> we did the X-ray. You got a corn cob stuck right there in the intestines. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Shouldn't be laughing, but it's hard not to. <laughs> you got a corn cob. <laughs> you got a corn cob stuck in the intestines. So prior to that, had you thought about the corn cob? Yes, I, I had okay. often because I did a lot of research on the internet. But I assumed, and everything suggests, look, stuff moves pretty quickly. Like dogs, what they eat in the in the yeah. morning typically comes out at night. And the the fact that this thing sat in his stomach for probably two weeks, 
is very unusual. Even the vet told me that. Yeah, you would think a, a puppy dog digestion system could break a corn cob down. They are not. Th- those do not break down. So you know, corn cobs are not able to be digested. Much really? like the kernels. Correct. Yes. Okay. So corn cob. I mean, corn you've, cob seen a, just... <laughs> you've seen a, a, a dog eat like a yeah. cable box and, yeah. <laughs> and like parts of the cable box come out. He, like He's eaten whole pairs of uh, my kids underwear and been fine. Like I've seen it come out. <laughs> well, I'm talking about like real plastic. Sure. And like I they guess can it's pass just, plastic, it, but they can't pass a corn cob. I guess it's just the wrong shape. Like it can't really break up and then it's too big it, to get through where it needs to go to get down it, there. It is, and it absorbs moisture. They're, they, they, they're absorbent, so they kind of yeah. expand a little bit. Swell up. So they tell you, hey, you're in luck. We have a corn cob special. We're taking all corn cobs of dogs uh, who are headed to Disney World uh, out for free. Yeah, no, it wasn't like that at all. Um, hey, buddy. So Hi. they... Bye. Over. <laughs> Night, Daddy. Night, buddy. Love you. Okay. I watch Captain Underpants. Yeah, you can listen to Captain Underpants. Okay. Thanks for coming in. All right. We'll we'll see you, pal. Remind me to get back to Captain Underpants when the corn cob story's over. He listens to it on a on a on A L E X A. So okay. So take us back to corn cob crisis. So we know there's a corn cob in there. She says we got to do surgery right away. We got We got. We have to get it out. It's it's stuck there. Um, we got to do. We have to do it. I'm like, all right, all right, fine. Like, I understand. And this is before we talked money. Let me. Okay. So just map out this conversation. And I'm not going to spoil it. If you want to share what happened financially, great. But you've already told me at the beginning of this, like how much this actually cost. So I don't want to get ahead of the story here, but at any point do you say, okay, so tell me what happens if we don't do surgery right now. Uh, I never said it out loud, but I thought it often. Like explain to me, like, are we just talking like really messed up digestive system for a couple of months and the dog is kind of, for lack of a better way to put it, suffering? Or are we talking about imminent loss of function and possibly life? Here. We're talking definitely loss of life. Like, okay. in a couple of days, he would have died. Oh, Jesus. So at that point, you're kind of surprised that he's made it two weeks if we've got a countdown. I'm like, hey, you know, I think the, when he started getting really sick was when he got stuck. It was moving through. And it, and it got it got to a point where there's a curve in the intestine. And the cur- it got stuck right there in the curve. So. Mm. So we th- I'm like, all right, you know what? I actually feel some relief. I know what it is. I know what we need to do. Like, he's at the right place. Let's do the surgery. Uh, so about that, listen, the surgeon that we're supposed to have in tonight couldn't make it into work. So here's the deal. I need you to pick him up from Richardson, drive him to Dallas to this other surgery center so they can do surgery for him then. Isn't it easier for a surgeon to get in a car and drive their happy ass to another place than it is for I you to take a dying dog as a as a layperson 
to as a civilian to take a as dying a lay dog person who's in DFW airport who's right. currently Which I told behind them. airport security and drive <laughs> your dog ailing and in pain and near death 30 miles or yeah. the surgeon could put his happy ass in his car that everyone's peril and sad dog shit paid for and drive up to Richardson dude I'd have lost my shit that's why you're better than me <laughs> No, I just didn't think at the moment. I didn't think about it. I agree with everything you said. And I probably would have said something, but at the, in the in the in that moment, I'm it's like, all Dude. happening so fast. Yeah. Yes, I'm like, all right, we got we got an hour before we're boarding the plane for the final time. I got to call my dad. Dad, go please go pick up the dog. What what time of day is it at this point? Uh, it's probably seven o'clock at night. So seven o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. Dad hasn't had too many. Keystone lights at this point to Dad, just Dad's not a big drinker, so he was okay. re- ready to go. Um called him and he he went out and picked up the dog, drove him over there. Now when he got there, <laughs> that's when the that's when the money stuff starts to come into play. They call you real fast and they're like, We're not doing anything until you pay us. Oh yeah. What we expect this to cost. Do you know where he took him? Where he took uh, Sonny exactly in Dallas? You know. Yeah, it's, it's right off. It's right off the highway up in Plano. It's like uh, a something surgery. I can't remember. Oh, in Plano. Yeah, up up. up well, in, the, no, I'm sorry. That's Plano where the or Dallas. It's in Dallas. I I can't. Remember. Okay, so you left Plano and where he went somewhere in Dallas. Yes, and it's like it's right past six thirty-five and seventy-five. Just right. Okay, well, so if it, so that's not as extreme. If it's if it's that far north, then that's not so bad. When it you said Dallas, horrible, I imagined inside Loop Twelve, and I was like, "Fuck you." Guys. Yeah, no, what it wasn't horrible, but but okay. still, like I mean, it, I had to ask somebody to go pick up my dog. So they 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 call me and they're like, "We got to talk money." <clears throat> And the way that emergency vets work is you we're going to guess how much this is going to cost and you're going to pay us that amount. Now, if it's less, we just won't charge we'll we'll give that money back to you. We'll refund you. If it's more, you're going to pay that extra money before you take your dog home. Right? So they go through the whole thing, they guess how much it's going to cost and they say, "Mind you, I've already paid over $1,000." And yeah. $1,500 for mm-hmm. x-rays and whatnot. Yes. This one, <laughs> this one they say, we estimate it's going to be about $7,500. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you're staring a Disney trip in the face as well. <laughs> You're about to go pay. Yeah. It's a, hold on, real twenty quick. bucks a cheese for a cheeseburger for everybody. And 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 also we like I told Jason, we also hope this is like a time capsule capsule for the future. So Jason has a little Disney side hustle that that provides a discount. So when you get the discount, you're like, hey, w- w- maybe we could up the level of of where we're gonna go. So Jason, like stayed in like the nicest property <laughs> at, at Disney World. He stayed in like the nicest They must have looked up because, where you were staying before they quoted you that 7500. They were like, "Oh, he's staying in the fancy on property hotel." So so they say this and again, uh, Brad and I were talking about it. like it runs through your head. If you have the ability to do it, 
I mean, I I don't have the ability. I, I'm in debt now. Seriously, I just basically bought a car. The, the ability we have is that and I someone's going to lend me the money. Yeah, I, 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 do, I certainly don't want to minimize this, but the ability that we have. So, like, you know, had that had a seventy five hundred dollar vet bill happen to me at, at twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty, thirty two, somewhere in there. If I'm going to pay that vet bill, it's because I'm making a call to somebody to ask them for money. Right, right. The reality of the situation is now that we all have lines of credit Correct. that are, even then, not everybody who has a line of credit is big enough for $7,500. So yeah. that alone, you know, puts you in a, a a position of being able to access resources that not everybody, most people aren't in. So, yeah, you might not have $7,500 cash just sitting right there, but you do have a relationship with a credit card company where they trust you enough to be able to pay off such a a sum of money that, you know, it wouldn't even, you know, blink an eye. You could just give somebody a card and they could go forward with it. And we're in a position like where we could do that now. But I just think about like 7500 I can't think of seventy. I can't think of anything I paid $7,500 for in one night before the age I was of like 35 or 33, like Absolutely before kids not. age, like it just wouldn't no. have happened. No, I you no, know what I mean? not for, I don't think I've ever paid that much for anything that wasn't of, or obviously more than that would be a vehicle or some kind of like house project. Like I don't yeah. think I've ever just paid out of pocket. But those, again, bang, those are all kind of that much money premeditated. Of you know course, what I mean? Yeah, you plan them. Yeah, that's a yeah. Dude, that's like, what I'm you're, saying. You're getting, that's a hellacious calling, emergency expense. You know, if you say twenty five hundred on an emergency expense, I'm gonna cuss it, but like I'm not gonna lose a whole lot of sleep. I'm just gonna be like, well, vacation will be later than we project projected next time we go on one or whatever. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't know. That'd I wish be hard. That was- I wish that was the end of the story. <laughs> I wish that was the end of the story. Um, <clears throat> so I'm so sorry we, that I'm laughing. I just I like I'm hurting so bad that one that it happened to you, and two, I know what it's like when you're in the position of being like, "How much is this animal's life worth?" Right. And the conversation again, going back to before. <clears throat> you have maybe access to the funds, but also at that time we didn't have children. So like, I think that conversation gets a lot easier if you don't have kids. Right. For sure. How, you long, know what have I mean? you, how long have you had the pup and how old? He's five. So we've had him for okay. five years, but he's right in the prime of his damn life, man. I know. Uh, I know. It's not like he's, I know. Not I, like he's 12. We've Shit. talked about yeah. the, we, that's the conversation that we had. Like he, and he's, you, you yeah. have kids who have had a dog for five years. What are you just telling? Exactly. Like, yeah. Hey, uh, Sorry, we're gonna go see the mouse, it. but Sonny ain't coming home. Like, yeah, God. That, that believe me, that was discussed too. Like, we th- think about the money it's gonna cost to, to save his life, but also think about the memory that we're giving our kids. That one of time this we trip went to Disney World so and we came home and our dog died. That we paid so yeah. much money for, and that's the memory. Like, is that you're crying? All of day one and two because we just had to put our dog down, right? And so that came there. not only too. put your dog down, but put your dog down while you're probably not there. No, you're not. Oh, there. for sure you, not there. 
you canceling your Disney desk uh, departure to Disney. And like, we're going to cut the trip short one day so that we can go back and put a dog down. So then everybody feels really happy to get on a plane the next day. Like it's a very no win situation. It really is. And it was, I, I, I get, so they go I'm through, anxious. they quoted you 7,500 and it turns right. out they overshot uh, with the quote there and you got how much back? So when I landed, I get a call from the surgeon. Well, I'm in the, I'm in the shuttle to take us to the hotel. I okay. get a call. I, I take it. I know who it is. They take the call. I'm in the front seat of the shuttle. There's another family in there with us. It's so I'm, I, I don't like to do that, but I have to here. Cause I don't want to call back. I take the call. I could just tell by the tone of her voice <laughs> that she was going to ask for more money. This wasn't great news for me. I could just tell in the way that she said hello, in the way that she said my name. I knew, I knew this was not, this was not a solid bit of news for me. So, so she she says, listen. Uh, I'll get it together. Here, here's what happened. It was indeed a corn cob. It was stuck in this curve in the in the intestine between the large and the small. I tried, I tried to get that thing manipulate it out of the intestines back to the stomach. Like you kind of, it's like squeezing toothpaste out of a tube. Think of it that way. Except there's a, you know, there it's a corn cob and not toothpaste. So uh, she's like, I tried to squeeze it to get it out of there because you'd rather do surgery on the stomach than on the intestine. Okay. Of course, sure. we all know Understood. that. She says, "Well, <laughs> while I'm doing that, unfortunately, unfortunately, I ripped the intestine. Oh dear! I ripped the intestine. On the, Wait, on that's that. just a like you can just throw some duct tape on that, right? It was not duct tape. No, it, it involved some stitches. She said we got everything out, but it's ripped." He also regurgitated twice during surgery, which is not good. Could cause some lung issue. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, it, it's <laughs> 1 a.m. at this point in Florida. Oh, God. I'm standing outside of a, of a, of a hotel. There's a, one of the sprinkler heads right next to the <laughs> front door of the hotel had popped off, and it's like a geyser fucking... You have to walk through a geyser to get through the front door. And I'm sitting outside staring at this. Listening to this call. And I'm kind of half... I'm, I'm ha obviously half... I'm paying attention, and then I'm looking at this geyser, and I'm like, I've got to walk through this geyser to get into this hotel when I'm done with this conversation. This is unbelievable. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. I I'm like, so I gotta mad. walk through this. So, so she's like, so um, we're gonna keep him. We're gonna see how he does. You know, he's he's definitely in some damage. We're gonna do our best, keep him, and see what happens in the morning. We'll call you tomorrow. Uh, which, by the way, was kind of a relief at that point. Like, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's this is okay. Like, he's he made it through surgery. At least he's alive. He's alive. We get a you not the best. You news. agree to pay somebody seventy five hundred dollars. At least he's alive. Because make no alive. mistake. Make no mistake. Oh my god! If he had died, had it gone wrong in surgery, 
and he dies under anesthesia, under the knife, you're still paying that $7,500. I'm immediately disputing the charges. I'm saying my card was stolen. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yeah. I would try everything I'm, in my power to get out from under absolutely. that. Absolutely. Especially if it was their fault. <laughs> so, oh, hey, well, if, it, if it happened... If it they ripped the in, they called you and told you they ripped the intestine. I just have to rationalize it in my head before I steal all that money. So I'll 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 kind of get the dog story. Ultimately, things he did heal. It took several more days. A big expense is how off how long your dog stays at the emergency vet. They charge you about a thousand dollars per day, dude. Such a racket. An so I'm, I'm in the hole. I'm in the hole several. God, that's I'm awful. in the hole big time. It's a, it's a, but I, I can't, you know what? We're going to enjoy this trip. He gets home. He finally gets to go home. My dad picks him up. He's shitting his pants. Like he can't control that. I luckily I have the best pet sitter. She was amazing. Shouts out to Letitia. Thank you for everything you did. You're the best. Let me ask, do uh, we have to up her fee as well? Because now we're asking I, her to play bedside nurse. Like I did. I I'm did assuming he can't just walk. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, he's okay. Yeah, he he was a, he had st- he has stitches, which are coming out this weekend. But he's he's after the first three or four days, he's pretty much back to normal. He's taking pills. He's okay. Um, but yeah, I did I did pay her more than she asked me to pay her. Because she went far and away above and beyond. She's never coming back. <sighs> yeah, probably not. So she's dog is she's just dog is okay. Conveniently miss that call next time. <laughs> dog is dog is okay. He's fine. We're at Disney. Things are going good. Finally, I'm like dog's home. I finally feel good, man. We're at Disney. We're having fun. It's hottish like balls. It's the hottest I've ever been in my life, but it's okay. Like we're at Disney as a family. It's it's fine. On day two, which one of you gets COVID? It was actually day six, Brad. <laughs> Unreal. Day six. I'm sorry. That other so person sad. that that I live with goes. Oh Man, no! My throat kind of hurts. Oh no! My throat's my throat's hurting. How long has it been like that? How a couple days? Well, why didn't you tell what? me until now? Why didn't you tell me until right now? Well, it just seemed like allergies. It wasn't even that big of a deal. It was just kind of like, oh, a little scratchy throat. I thought I'm in Florida. Maybe it's, you know, just the new place. It's allergies. Some I don't feel pollen. bad. No fever. Yeah. Could be anything. Seaweed. Yeah. yeah. But now I'm feeling a little worse. All right. Let me, let me call Uber to deliver me... A COVID little, test. A little batch of tests. little COVID test. Bring the COVID test home. We have COVID. Oh. The COVID has gotten us. I, I, I'm sorry that I jumped the gun. Please tell me about <laughs> days between day two and day six. Did we have a good time in the parks? We did have. We had some good moments. Anybody roll so around let me tell you what happens. Ivy or something? <laughs> no, no. We get... What happens when you get COVID at Disney is you tell them you have COVID and they're like, you got to go. You got to leave the hotel. Well, we can either put you in a, a, we could go quarantine you somewhere and you could stay. uh, Okay. Or 
or you can go home. You can't go to the parks. You can't go, which understandable. Meantime, in the meantime, my kids all have COVID. Oh, we got fever situations. Uh, we got coughs. We got, but they're like, dude, let's go. Let's go. I'm ready to roll. They're definitely sick, but they're not sick enough to where they don't want to go hang out at Disney World. So I, I have to decide, do we, A, stay in Florida for the next eight days until we're able to fly, per the CDC? Got to or, do the five days of quarantine, sixth day, you're out good. Right. Or, well, actually, they say that the sixth day you can go out, but you can't travel. You can't go on a plane. Which okay. doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, but whatever. If you're so out, I'm you're like, out. I canceled my flight. <clears throat> I call the rental car company and I say, your first, I when you're car. looking at the website, you're like, what am I? I got five people. What are we looking for? A suburban? What we, what do we... We're hoping for a minivan. And the particular place that I rented from, it's they have a thing where you walk up and you choose your own car. Okay. Uh, and I'm thankful for that. A lot of business travel because they almost always have something that, that I can use. Orlando's a giant airport. How, how are you feeling at this point? Like complete dog sh- So you mean just like mentally? No, as like uh, physically. Like are you, I can't – I are you within the window of when you – I'm lost when everybody's had I, COVID I, recently. I had COVID six weeks ago. Okay. I had COVID that's, six that's weeks ago. So I, okay. I'm feeling You're, I'm feeling. You okay. should be okay. Yeah, I'm feeling okay. In theory, you everything should be fine for you. Right. So uh, we get the rental car after. I won't even go into the rental car situation like Rylan. I'll just tell you it was not easy. And I had some arguments with people <laughs> over the phone about the most stupid fucking policy that you could have. But anyway, I get the rental car, and I'm like, I'm not stopping for the night. We're driving 16 straight hours from Orlando to Dallas. I, I need to get home. I'm done with this. Let's roll. And that's what we do. We leave Orlando. You feel the about adrenaline kicking in. So you get those keys, right? And yeah, you feel the yeah. adrenaline like, hey, I know this is about to be one of the biggest. Ma- and no lie. No, this, I'm not being hyperbolic here. This is about to be one of the largest physical challenges of your life. Absolutely. To keep, Absolutely. To keep yourself aware and alert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. operate the vehicle and stay in a mental state to where you can right. handle all of this is an undertaking like few other times in your life. And, and I 16 th- hours, my man, that yeah. is not, that is no small feat. No, no, it's not. And I, I will tell you, this is in the last two decades. This is the longest stretch of driving I've ever, I have done. Now, when I, I was in my twenties, I think I've driven twelve hours straight one time. I once drove to New York and I drove home from North Carolina once, so like eighteen and like twenty, twenty some odd hours. But that was in my twenties. I'm now a forty plus year old man. I'm not built the same way. Yeah, I, I was just about to say, you know, when I was twenty four, we left. Abilene at 7 a.m. and we ended the day in Gallup, New Mexico, which is a an hour from Arizona, and it was like 1 a.m. So whatever that is, and we were pretty wiped. I drove the whole way, you know, stopped for bathroom and food, but that was it. And then when we went to Santa Fe a month ago, what was what's that? Nine hours, bro. <laughs> 
it was nine long hours. Nine hours of driving at this age, you need like two days of recovery. It hits you different, man. It really does. You understand now uh, why the trucker guys always had their big, cool captain's chair and. Yeah. Yeah. So drive straight through. I think you made good call by going minivan. Yeah, it was comfortable. The the last two hours of driving, the two hardest hours of my life. So we get to about uh, Longview, and we're like, "Yeah, you're on twenty at that point, most likely." And I'm I'm I'm, we're on twenty. I'm tired. Subconsciously, you know you're close, and so you're starting to relax. And then it's like you got to fight. Yes. Yeah. The adrenaline stops firing as soon as you hit that welcome to Texas. You're like. Yeah, I'm gonna be there any minute. Yeah, and the body, they, like it, some of it, lets down, and you got to fight. Oh my god, dude. dude! The fight I had with myself during that, oh, rolling the man. windows down here and there. I'm, 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 oh. you know, singing. I'm trying. I, I look at. I'm trying. Like, don't look at the clock. Do not you look hit at the forty, c- and you're like, oh, we're gonna be home in like two seconds. I got to Yeah. yeah. Driving my buckies. <laughs> It was, it was, uh, it was something. So we made it home and, uh, and you know, we missed out on a couple of days at Disney. The dogs so you survived. leave at nine o'clock in the morning. You get yes. home at what? Like four? No. So we left at nine o'clock in the morning and we got home at about midnight. Cause you gain an hour. You do. You, I mean, but that feels like you didn't even really stop that much. No, no, we didn't stop at all. We, like I got gas. gas. And- yeah, I said, go in there, go to the bathroom, grab a snack, and we're going. Stop, pick up something for lunch, picked up dinner, but no, we did not sit down anywhere. It was, dude, there, uh, that was not happening. We were not stopping. Rylan, I, uh, I'm sorry to say, bud, but uh, we got a no-brainer for Dad of the Week. I was just about and, to say, uh, the Dad of the Week is clearly Jason because that is – it, it might even it might work. even go for like the next three weeks. Yeah, because uh, uh, I'm telling you, I can the the volcano that I would be in the three hours on the front end of this, trying to figure out the rental car situation. Not even that. Let's back up to the okay. Well, I guess we're just leaving and driving straight through. The, the 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 thought process you that going through all that to arrive at that thought process there I am not I'm cool under pressure I'm gonna be all right but I'm gonna be angry and there's probably going to be a lack of patience in this scenario that you're when talking you about. when when you decided that morning that you had to leave <gasps> what how many more actual nights there did you have planned two? Well, we actually we decided the day before, but I couldn't get a, a rental car. Mm-hmm. So the whole day before, we just sat in our hotel room the entire day. We watched some TV. We had some food brought up. We we just hung out. I wanted to leave. Like I was like, "Can I get a car?" They're like, "No." I'm like, "Why? You have cars. Here. There's cars here." Well, but th- we need those cars. Uh, we can't. You can't take that one to Texas. You can't take the. I'm like, I pick a random car. What difference does it make? Like those cars there. No, we can't do it. It's against our policy. So I couldn't leave. So we missed out on really three, three Disney days. So you, so you would have, so you would have, you would have had to camp out. You would have had three days of camping out in the hotel 
and then another day you were going to travel. So three days of Disney and then one day of travel. The third day we would have traveled. We would have got. Would have been plane. traveling. All right. Yeah. Man, that's rough. It, well, but yeah, and I thought there's no way they're going to let us on the. We can't get on the plane. They won't. They're not going to. They're not going to test. You don't get tested. No one's testing you. I no, would do what I would have done. No. I would have sat in that hotel room and we would have slept and drank a shitload of Gatorade and we would have had our food delivered and then we would have got our asses on that plane and not said nothing to nobody. The but cough was That's why was I'm not a over nice person. The, top. the cough was brutal. Yeah, well, People You've never heard Courtney cough when she has a sinus infection. <laughs> so and and I read up online and they're like, Yeah, hey, if you get on with COVID, knowingly get on with COVID like they could put you on do like no fly lists and they can actually like charge you with some stuff like knowingly endangering. And I'm like, dude, I don't, I, I just didn't have it in me at that point. I'm like, and plus I just wanted to go. I, at, when you, I just want to get be out home. of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be out of that setting. Home. So I, I was like, I'll get the car and I'll just do the drive and we'll get home and be done with it. I'm glad we did that. Cause I couldn't have spent, much more time in that hotel it was it was dude you know this is the first time i've told the story i haven't ever like i have not had this conversation with anybody really since this happened and the more i think about it the more fucked up it gets like the more like i, I haven't even looked at the credit card statement i refuse to do it because i don't want to oh, see what the final looks like it's gonna be you're it's gonna just it's just gonna ruin your day it's not I know it's awful on every level, and you were already expecting to deal with all the stuff from the fact that you went on vacation, which is a whole yeah, operation d- unto itself. Absolutely, absolutely. There, there was a serious cost involved with the vacation part. So, um, yeah, man. So we planned on going to Disney for eight days, staying at the nicest resort. Before we leave, we decide to take the dog to the emergency veterinarian, find out there's something pretty seriously wrong, go to the airport, get our flight delayed by six hours, mm-hmm. hang out in the airport all day, meanwhile wondering what's going on with the dog, finally get on a plane, land, get in the shuttle, find out that the dog has gone through very expensive surgery but there is probably some extra stuff going on. Dog has to stay at said emergency vet for a little bit longer, running up the tally. Yeah. Four days into or five days into Disney vacation, wife says throat hurts, test positive for COVID. Within that same day, everybody else is cough barking and not doing well. Day six of the vacation, which was supposed to be eight, we finally get a minivan after dealing with a rental car company for a day Uh and drive 16 hours straight on what should have been the penultimate seventh day of vacation. Yes, it would have been Hollywood Studios that day. We were going to do some... Star Wars rides. It was going to be great. To arrive home at midnight. I think it was 1 a.m. actually. 1 a.m. on what was that? That's a Saturday at that point? Yes. We land Saturday 1 a.m. in Florida. The following Saturday, we drive home 
and when they, at one a.m. in Garland, Texas, just just fevers everywhere, coughing. Is every, I'm assuming everybody's okay because everybody's I, fine. I jokingly said, "What day did you get COVID?" When did you get he COVID? He did not. He didn't yeah, know. He, did, he didn't share with us that, no. <laughs> that there was a COVID situation, and we didn't talk about that part previous to the show starting. No. All we talked about previous to the show starting was the dog. Yeah, man, COVID got us, uh, and um, and your poor family were they able to like just get the 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 Pax pill, the Paxlovid, like you did the next day? Because it's like they get that home on Saturday. Like, what no. are they going to run into the pharmacy at Sunday morning? Like, no. Luckily, we we um, it wasn't bad enough to where I was worried that he was anybody was going to have to like go to a hospital or anything. So. It it did not come to that. They they just fought through it, and everybody's fine now with some lingering costs, but nothing nothing crazy. Hmm. I don't know if uh, I mean we're only at an hour four, but I don't I don't know how to do any better. I don't know how to. That's an I'm hour a little, is perfect. I'm a little I'm a smidge pissed off at you, Ryland. Before not you, Ryland. I'm a little pissed at Jason, Ryland. Before you got here. Jason contemplated not sharing any of this. It's it's great content. He, you you did us all a favor. He was like, I mean, vacation was horrible, but I don't even know that I need to get into it. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, I, I don't know. I don't even think people want to hear about it. I don't, I don't know, know if they do. I mean, let's hear from you if you if you like that story of my misery. It, I think, I don't know, man. We, we could have a whole another show about vacation maybe we'll do that a few weeks down the line just talking about the other side of vacation but um you know like the normal dad stuff that you have to deal with but everything seems so skewed because it was a disaster from the beginning and ended up a disaster we're glad you're here man i I thought it was bad when fantasy land was crowded (laughs) yeah ryan's like hey I, was had, not to buy I, could only, Disneyland. I could really only justify buying one product at the dispensary because I was one with my kids and two there for only four days or five days. So those were, that was the worst part of mine. It was, it was also a real feel one Oh seven in Florida, by the way, Oh my with gosh. the humidity. I don't think it got above 82 in this sunny confines of California. Gentlemen, I feel like uh, sometimes when we come back from missing a show, you know, it takes us a second to find our feet. But, um, you know, if we if we struggled in finding our feet this episode, I think it's understandable why that would be. Uh, But I I feel like we gave it our best effort. Again, I got to stand up and salute our guy, Jace, here. Um, Put in a lot of work, man. Put in a lot of work. Hopefully. I mean, he needs a vacation a from his vacation. Seriously. I, I can't tell I you how many times I, I heard I, that. I think I would have called in to work the following the following week. I think I might have said I need a couple days. I took a couple days. Oh, you Good. should have. Yeah, I took a couple days. For Brad, for Ryland, for Jason, we'll hire at y'all next week. Tell your mom to listen. Bring the bread. <laughs> <laughs>